am I close enough to the mic? Like, is it? We yeah, you sound say, good. Yeah. We're staying like this far yes. apart, like six inches or so. Yeah. And then we're going to try and stay that same distance the whole time. So it sounds the same. Welcome okay. to Undercover Book Club. <laughs> wow, it's too loud, dude. <laughs> All right. This mic, you said this was like low quality, dude. This mic is like. <laughs> no, I said it's good quality. You said it was low quality. Look how dinky it looks, but it's so powerful. I think we have the same one. We have the same one. It's really good. F- but Jace got me a cover. What the heck, Jace? You didn't tell me to get a cover. He got me a cover too, so you know. I have it. I have it here. I haven't seen you in weeks. <laughs> so now I do the my P's and my like. You're gonna hear that. Yeah. yeah Don't do any no P filter. sounds or S sounds. Okay. And look, my mic is cooler than y'all. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That mic looks a little familiar. <laughs> Thank you, Jared. I think it was a, was a birthday present. <laughs> Like, if I knew we were going to do a podcast like two years later, I probably wouldn't give that to you. I would have kept that for myself. So, <laughs> I had this idea of a book club where one person is assigned a different book than the rest and Jace wanted to join in. And I said to Hinkley, how about no one knows if they've got the unique book so we all have to blend in and figure out who does. Also, can I invite my mom? I told Jace I'm always down for a good book club. Just please tell me you didn't invite Jaren. <laughs> it's Jaren. <laughs> Well, I'm Jaren, and we are all together, everybody. Under. Stop. This is Undercover Book Club. Hinkley, we were just talking about how um, my mom was called bougie at Christmas last year, two years ago. Fancy. She didn't know what it meant. So bougie. I I didn't know if it was good or bad. Um, I just gave a like a white elephant gift, but it had this really, I guess it was fancy because it was from like a little boutique store, a little chocolate covered pretzel with sprinkles and stuff on it. I tied that to the top of the package, and everyone's gifts were in the middle, so they didn't know whose was whose. And someone picked it up, and they were just like, "Oh, what's this?" And this lady sitting next to her said, "That's bougie." I think it's a good thing. I've only ever used it as a good thing. No, but it, how did okay, that make you Jared feel? Said it's bad. It's not bad. It's it a depends. Good thing. It depends on the situation. How did it make you feel? Was when you heard it? <laughs> um, okay, so the way she said it made me feel bad, but then mm-hmm. I didn't really know what it meant for a while because generation, you know. Yeah. So I just kind of been holding that inside for two years, trying to figure out what it meant. (laughs) Like, maybe she didn't want to feel like you were fancier than her. Maybe she was like, oh, it's too fancy. Yeah. But maybe it's not a bad thing. It was just a pretzel stick. Looking at Liz's sweater, how much do you think it cost? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm, It looks cute. I like it. I'm Like a bougie cute or like? No stains. Like. I might steal it if it's under $40. How expensive is it? Is oh, it so it looks like a $40. $5 at DI. Oh, I love the DI. Except I don't like it smells. So, yes. <laughs> is that mean? Is that mean? Yeah, that's mean. That's meaner than saying bougie. That's No. That went to I a should, new low. I, I wash everything that I buy there. But I, it is I mean, a good hope. place to get sweaters. <laughs> 
My parents live in um, Minnesota, so. Minnesota. Okay. Minnesota. Don't you know? I really really hope they don't get the accents. I'd be so mad. If you ever ever want to move to Midway, we have a basement. My sister lives in Midway, and I've thought about it. Okay, I was saying, I was saying, let's just go around and everyone say where their sister lives, so we can have to yeah, edit out. Later. This is a really oh, good. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't know we were actually doing this. Hey, only bougie no, so people the live in Midway. Banter part. No, I'll come. I'll come hang in Midway. Only bougie people live there, though. I. That's true. I don't know if I'd be okay. Bougie, there. I'm not bougie, good or bougie, bougie bad. Bougie's <laughs> always been a good thing. I don't. Okay, that's usually what bougie okay. people say. That's interesting. Okay. <laughs> You're just mad that you're not bougie, actually. I'm proud of it. <laughs> um, what are we drinking? Okay. My sister Water. lives in New York. I got oat milk. It's just oat milk. Because Hinkley taught me this matcha, this matcha recipe that was super good. You okay. tried it? No, you oh, did. I, I think it. you tried it in front it of me. me. Yeah. I just do so matcha and then strawberry and oat matcha milk. Matcha with some strawberry syrup and oat milk. I'm yeah. Writing that down. It's not fancy at all, but I love it. Jaren, put away the food, please, for 45 minutes while we record this. Be serious, man. Liz, what are you writing down? You're not even... Stop writing stuff down, okay? I'm writing on this <laughs> recipe. Notes. Matcha, strawberry, Hinkley, oh, no. She's not even writing it, okay? I'm telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a pen. It's just to be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down. Oh, did you write it down to prove a point, Liz? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> when Hinkley was talking, her sound wasn't matching up to her lips. There might be that's a there might magic be a little bit of lag. So that okay. is why we do the audio with cast because okay. Cast, it records it to your device. Okay, stop talking then- now. You're talking right. I want to punch you in the face. <laughs> Audio with cast. And then it takes that and uploads it to the cloud later. I want to punch so there's you. There's no lag. I want to punch Zoom, you. there is lag, which is why we can't do that. I want to punch you so bad. <laughs> How do you want me to talk? You want me to talk like Do not talk me. like that. It's creepy. Upload. It ASMR upload podcast, to the, please. To the cloud. <laughs> upload it to the cloud. I feel so icky when you talk like that. I just feel weird. Can we I'll mute just case? Like <laughs> yeah. Force mute. Should we hop into the game? Let's do it. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. I have like really quality questions okay. ready. I I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Here's how Undercover Book Club works. I wrote some code that sends out an email with a book title to each of the four of us, and one person at random gets a different book than the other three. We don't know what the other book is, and we don't know if we're the only one with our book. We do know that the books share a common genre or subgenre. Uh, this episode, we chose historical fiction. So we've been reading our books, and now we're meeting together to ask questions to weed out who has the different book. We vote on who we think it is and then reveal our books. If the odd one out goes undetected, that person wins. But if the three guess that person correctly, then the three win. There is then a punishment decided for the loser to take place in the next episode. Now, for the sake of making things more interesting to our listener, uh, Hinkley's dad, Gordon, is our only listener, we will disclose uh, which books were sent out so that you can sort of play along. The first book is Moby Dick. The Wikipedia summary reads, 
Moby Dick or The Whale is an 1851 novel by American writer Herman Melville. The book is the sailor Ishmael's narrative of the maniacal quest of Ahab, captain of the whaling ship Pequod, for vengeance against Moby Dick, the giant white sperm whale that bit off his leg on the ship's previous voyage. The other book is Cloud Cuckoo Land by Anthony Dewar. It was published in 2021. The blurb on Dewar's website reads, Five protagonists dwell in the heart of Cloud Cuckoo Land. There's Anna and Omir on opposite sides of the city walls during the 1453 siege of Constantinople. Then there's teenage idealist Seymour and octogenarian Zeno in an attack on a public library in present-day Idaho. Then there's Constance on an interstellar ship bound for an exoplanet decades from now. Anna, Omir, Seymour, Zeno, and Constance are dreamers and outsiders who find resourcefulness and hope in the midst of peril. A book written in ancient Greek... The story of Ethon, who longs to be turned into a bird so that he can fly to a utopian paradise in the sky, provides solace and mystery to these unforgettable characters. So those were the books that were sent out. Again, we don't know what books the other people have or if we're the only one with our current book. And we're trying to figure that out right now. Here we go. Should we do one person ask all five of them? No, no, please, no. No. Because then what if we have overlapping questions? So I wrote a couple extra ones. Oh, just to okay, then let me go first because I only have four. I don't want to steal the ones I have. No, 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 no. How hard is it to think of one more, Jaren? I asked you for Okay, five. well, I have like, I do have five, but they're really bad. I mean, originally he said five to ten. Are you not following directions? Um, It's hard to think of questions that don't give me away. I'm so sorry. No, it was so hard for me, Jaren. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so do we say, Jaren's, Jaren's, Jaren's first question, was your book Green Eggs and Ham? Was it a long book or a short book? Don't tell him. <laughs> um, Did I have pictures? So do we talk about our punishment? How many pages? Of what we're going to do it like to, so it's a little more. Do we t- say what the punishment is going to be? Because I have a few options. Shave one eyebrow. We get. Oh, no. no we're not doing that? Okay. Never mind. No one's doing that. Well, well, I you feel like only that, the but... winners should give away their punishment. Okay. I might want to read Oh, you shave one your eyebrows. I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> Please no. I don't have eyebrows. They're fake. They're okay. drawn on. I actually don't here. have them. Should I answer my own question and then it goes around? No. Or no. Oh, Everyone okay. else answers your question. But I have a good answer for it. Okay, never mind. Okay. <laughs> I have a good political okay. answer planned up. But never mind. Okay. Ew. Here's here's the question. What was your initial reaction? When you found out what book you were reading for this historical fiction episode, uh, Jaren. Um, my initial reaction: I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> oh, no, yes. <laughs> I was tickled by the opportunity. <laughs> Liar. <clears throat> Hinkley, what was your what was your reaction? Um, I think I just let out a long sigh. I was a little bit intimidated, mm. to be honest. Um, mm. mi- okay, yeah, I was a little bit intimidated, being completely honest. Tickled and intimidated, and mom. Tickled and intimidated. My initial reaction was confusion. Mm. Mm. Confusion. I like it. Want me to go now? Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, Jack. Okay. What's your question? 
Tis the first letter of your book. Sorry, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> were you sympathetic to the antagonist in the story? Sympathetic. Sympathetic. Empathetic? To the antagonist of the story. Sympathetic. Yeah. Were you you sympathetic? No, were you sympathetic to the antagonist of the story? (laughs) Or was there none? Um, That's actually a super good question. I think that question kind of is the point of the book. I'm going to say yes. I was going to say I was mixed, but overall, yes, because I... Identify oh. with the protagonist. Who's antagonist, not protagonist. I thought you said antagonist. <laughs> oh, the antagonist. Please define antagonist. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> no, I don't identify with the antagonist. That means the bad guy. Next. <laughs> <laughs> no. What? Well, you can't go. What did she say? Okay. You didn't oh. give an answer. <laughs> Um, I did not sympathize with the antagonist. I know where you stand. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I'll start, I'll start by saying depends because my first question is, is there a clear antagonist in the story? I think we read the same book. Karen, I'd Um, like you to answer first. I think there is in the beginning, but it changes as it goes. The antagonist it gets a little gets a little complex. So it seems simplistic in the beginning, but then the antagonist is not who you thought. That's a good answer. I like your answer. Um who would like to go next? I wanna know your guys' Pre- thoughts, feelings. Liz. Mom. I think that I would second what Jaren just said. There are changes in the book that kind of make you think about him differently. Hmm. I just said him. A him? Was that on accident? Was that on purpose? I know what kind of game you're playing. Okay. (laughs) Maybe it was on Voting off the island. Let's Liz out right now. Don't trust you. Yeah, it's changing the game. It's not even about the book anymore. It's just yeah, leave left off. eyebrow. Yeah, go right now, Liz. A person to leave each week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can you shave it on camera. <laughs> I'm not going to shave my eyebrow. But no, like when we all vote you, will you shave it on okay. camera? <laughs> I teach middle school, and I my students would be yeah. so mean to me if I oh, came yeah. with one eyebrow. Of course, can you really okay. tell with glasses, though? I mean, because they kind of cover the eyebrows, mm. right? Yeah. So maybe it would be okay. Yeah. Hey, don't vote for me. <clears throat> you should shave both. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. so would you I'm come sorry. in the morning and draw them on for me, please? Um, oh, no, I will. Okay. I totally will. Liz, we you share one of your questions. We have brekkie every morning together. We'll be best okay. friends. If you live in my basement, we could do this. Okay. Oh one my of my gosh. questions. <clears throat> Did Jace ever answer? Yes, I said, clearly the bad guy morphs, and I know that it is male. Okay. I feel like okay, guys, piggybacking so off of Jaren on this one, being completely honest. Morris read the story. My understanding. I can't play this game. I know Jace under- too well. Okay. 
All right, let's say our other questions before we vote, because I know who it is. <laughs> it's so Jace. Jace. <laughs> it's literally... Liz, yeah, next question, so we can narrow it down so, more to Jace. Next question, please, Mom. Okay, okay. Um, what can you tell me about the setting, Jace? <laughs> uh, the setting was historical. What era in particular? How historical are we talking? <laughs> a simpler time. Give me a detail from your setting. The detail was I can either I can either sink myself or redeem myself with what I'm about to say. Whoa. That uh, was is that implied on something? <laughs> I already know who um, I'm voting. I swear right now. <laughs> Um, it was a, it was a rougher way to live. Oh, my laptop once made a download Minecraft too. So. Okay. Well, hurry and do that and put the podcast on pause because Minecraft too <laughs> sounds amazing. No, just Minecraft. Like it, Minecraft as, also. as well. Oh, Minecraft as well. <laughs> I think they do update the game. Have you been playing, like, the, have you been playing the original Minecraft? I've been sleeping on Minecraft too. All right. That is No. The setting. Yep. It was changing a lot, but it also just didn't change. Hmm. That's very political. That's a very okay. political way to say that. But I can see how through Do you the book. understand what I mean in context of the book or did you read a different book? Interesting. I'm impressed if you were with that. And it I'm so sense. sorry. I'm so sorry. I feel so <laughs> going after your eyebrows. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. For my eyebrows. <laughs> okay, I have a question here. Let's just let's get let's just get down to it, shall we? Okay. Let's okay. get down to it. What was the main, in your opinion, what was the main weakness of the protagonist in, in to you? What was their main weakness or flaw, character flaw of the protagonist? Um, I'd say stubborn. Good answer. Stubborn to a fault. I say hubris. Hubris was the downfall of the protagonist. Can somebody tell me what that word means. I'm googling it. It's called. It's called. It's called bullcraft. It's called bullcraft. It's called. Jace did read the book that we Can read. He's not answer <laughs> with answers. I need to Google because. <laughs> Liz, what do you think? I'm still looking up hubris. Mom's going to read us the definition of hubris, and then you'll see that I read the same book. I mean, that is a good answer. Yeah, it's like pride. Excessive pride or self-confidence. That actually was pretty good, Jace. Okay, repeat your question. Darren, repeat your question. In your opinion, what was was a a weakness or flaw, main weakness or flaw in the protagonist in the story? I'm going to say that it was a deep-rooted evil. Okay, that wasn't as narrowing as I thought that I was going to be. I view it slightly different deep-rooted evil. I would say it's kind of shallow-rooted evil, but this book yields itself to many interpretations. So. Okay. <laughs> this book, I can't say the name of the book right now, but just know that it's the same as, you know, all of you or just you or whatever. If you had to rank in order these themes which was more prevalent in the story okay so from the most prevalent to the least love 
Oh, it's multiple choice. Multiple choice. Good. I was oh, nervous. thank you. This will help out the undercover person. Yeah. Love. Yeah, write it down, Liz. You actually can write this down. <laughs> C. I already picked C. I don't know. A is love. B, friendship. C, fate. D, religion. Or E, divine intervention. Is there an all of the above option? Absolutely not. What would you rank? Is there an all except for one option? What would you rank the most prevalent to the least prevalent theme in the story? I know fate is the one that just sticks out to me. And I know that that uh, was just showing up to me a bunch of different times throughout the book. But I want to hear what everyone else says. Okay. I would go with... It's so Jace, dude. (laughs) Are you kidding me? This book is all about fate. It's literally a book written on fate. <laughs> you go. You go. Okay, well, now I'm nervous to go because I was going to say fate. But... <laughs> Thank you. So I think it's Jaren now. I was going to be like, he's... fate, maybe a divine intervention, friendship, the other ones, no. Okay, Liz, what do you say? Uh, I say the strongest theme was probably religion. And then fate... And that's okay. Can we vote? Let's vote now. Let's- I forgot about the religion one. <laughs> Let me put that one in there. Oh, you said religion. Yeah, religion. <laughs> you said too many things. You said too many things. I wrote them down. I knew he was gonna have a lot. I know Jaren, so I wrote I didn't down. write anything down. <laughs> <laughs> there was friendship, love. To be honest, on the last question, I feel like Hinkley and I were on the same brainwave. Are you trying to defend yourself right now before we vote you out? And. Jace, I didn't hear what you just said. It was just, oh, he was just trying to, I'm just trying to save himself. I'm just on about bunch something. of hubris. Just bunch of hubris going on over here. Just trying to save my skin. The hubris is really, Little hubris. A little sprinkling of hubris in there for us. <laughs> All in favor for Jace. Also, we have a tie. Two for Jace and two for me. So do we like give our defense? Should we yeah. discuss and think about it? How do we do? Yeah, with four. Okay, let me ask one number. more question just for Jason okay. Jaron. Okay. okay, I'm ready. Jace, what was your favorite part of the book? I, I changed my vote to <laughs> Okay, wait, I have a good question. Okay. <laughs> my favorite part was uh-huh. an unexpected thing that happened towards the end. That was my what? Jaren, what was your favorite part of the book? And that was a lame answer. Too vague. I love... No, I can't decide. Um, do I say like a theme or do I say like a scene? A scene. Okay, an actual scene. I like... It was it was when uh, Frodo took the, yeah. the magic. I like to... the end. Are you referencing Harry Potter? The millennium. I like the end. When the narrator is using an object that was built earlier, I just like the irony of that part. Okay, I'm switching my vote. That's what the- <laughs> You guys are the word. All in favor, Jace? Okay, let's I'm show so our sorry, books. I'm so sorry, Jaren. I'm so sorry, Let's show our books. One, two, three, show. Moby Dick, baby. 
Dick. Moby, Moby Dick. It's Moby Dick. <laughs> no, you're so lucky. It's such a long book. Cloud. I didn't get that. What is it? Cloud. Uh... Cloud Cuckoo Land. It was actually an amazing book. But literally the first question when someone said like, or second question when someone said protagonist. Yeah. And there's like six protagonists in this book. Oh, our book is okay, I... pretty much only one, but he's like a conflicted... He's like the captain of the ship, and he's like the, he's like a yeah, an anti yeah he's like an anti hero. It's like a tragedy. So I know the baby's yeah. on a ship and hunts a whale or something. Yeah, right? so we have like whale, only one protagonist Dick. really. So Moby, I can't remember Moby, the name of the whale. Moby Dick is the whale. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys Anyways. love this cover? I like the that most cover. boring. So Erin <laughs> used this book in high school when she had to read it, and she wrote this on the cover. That is so funny. And drew it. It was kind of. I mean, okay. the parts I was like, okay. I'm like, there was like chapters explaining different species yeah. of whales, and I was like, I don't know if I need to know this for the story. And a whole chapter on white. Yeah. Oh, dude, no, that one I actually skipped. Like that one. No, really? I skipped that one. Okay. I liked. I liked that one a lot. You, wait, you guys were skipping chapters. I was skipping for sure. I skipped a few. Yeah. I read this whole book, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Such a big book. That's not a book club. And, and, chapters. Okay, book club. There's a lot of people that don't read the book in book club. In book clubs. Well, that was like the idea of the podcast. <laughs> I read enough to understand and to win. Jace, shave your eyebrow. Okay, mine had almost 600 pages to it. How, how, how many so pages was Doom wow. Moby Dick? I can't, on the Kindle, how do I tell? It was about 600. Yeah, it was about the same. Okay, mine was only like four, but also it's like Bible print. Oh. Um. <laughs> I, I honestly love my book, so I want to I want to share about okay, it. Okay, you go first because yeah, we, we don't know what yeah, your book you is. Go you first. go first. Tell us about it. I wrote down some notes about it. Okay, there are a hundred and five named characters in this book. Okay, it sounds it's like, like Anna Karenina. Yeah, it's very expansive. I wow. I I started to read it and I couldn't understand what was going on, so I had to like Google stuff on it first to kind of like wrap my head around it. He he imagines what if there was an ancient like text like from ancient Greece that like was lost but then brought back again and then it influenced the lives of different people throughout time so Hmm. there's part of it that's in um it's in constantinople in the 1400s and then the text is rediscovered again by someone translating it in idaho in present day and then in 20 and then like the 22nd century there's someone on a spaceship who discovers the text too so it's just a bunch of different characters in a bunch of different times. And um, when I was like a quarter of the way through the book, I was like, okay, I'm getting the hang of this. This is awesome. Like, and then the stories like kind of interweave through like the themes of them. I'll just share one line really quick. Yeah, just one line, dude. We don't have actually, a lot of time. Actually, just <laughs> you lost me at 105 characters. So let's just uh, stick to one line <laughs> you want to share, buddy. I'm going to read a part of it. It's on page 40. It reminded me of Jaren. I don't know why, but... Um, I don't know why, but it just reminded me. He harbors a demon inside, and the flaw in his face is proof. One thing to discuss. <laughs> for book club. I wrote down some book club questions, okay? I'll just do one. I'll just do one. Or two. Okay. So, Cloud Cuckoo Land is a theme throughout this book. Cloud Cuckoo Land is like some like utopia that doesn't exist or whatever. That's what it means. Okay, so it says city they would build in the clouds between earth and heaven far from the troubles of men and accessible only to those with wings where no one ever suffered and everyone was wise rivers of broth gushed from spigots and tortoises 
circulated with honey cakes balanced on their backs, and wine ran in channels down both sides of the streets. What's everyone's cloud cuckoo land at Hinkley? Okay, okay. I don't know if you guys know this. I'm obsessed with cannolis. They're my favorite dessert. Anytime I have one, my day, automatically perfect. Um, I just want to be in a cannoli shop 24-7. That would be it. That's it. I like cannolis. I changed my vote. Can I vote? In chai lattes, then that would be it. Yeah, let's vote Hinkley now. Let's vote Hinkley off. Why? Mom, what's your cloud cuckoo land? Uh, my cloud cuckoo land would be a place in the country, like a cabin in the mountains. So instead of, you know, being in a cloud and needing wings. And then my food mm. would absolutely be like fresh garden veggies and mm. fresh eggs from chickens fresh milk from cows fresh cannolis from cows i'm over here like yeah my, my cannolis even <laughs> your vegetables liz <laughs> i'd like to change my answer i just like fresh veggies too. i don't know They're, yeah, yeah. I'm real, I'm real, <laughs> me too i'm a real clean get, eater. the more i just want <laughs> clean food yeah salads only that's all i consume do you eat like only organic food liz no I rarely eat organic. But I, I mostly a- I mostly cut out sugar and trying to Good cut out you. flour. I work at a flour. pizza place, so my diet isn't necessarily the greatest. The services she provides are the greatest. There you go. The uh, Jason Jaron. Jason Jaron used to work at a pizza place. High end gourmet. Together. We did yeah. Little Caesars for life. I love Little Caesars. Some hot bread. Welcome, Little Caesars. I'll be with you in just (laughs) Just a second. (laughs) We um, we would tell when we got busy, we just tell people about deals for Domino's. Right, you guys know Domino's is like right down there. They're doing the seven, 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 seven medium, (laughs) three medium pizzas. Papa John's is like kind of you go down the court, like it's more fresh, like fresh ingredients. You guys want to go there? Because we're letting it paid seven twenty five an hour right now, and this is too busy for us. <laughs> There's no incentive for me to work hard during this rush hour. <laughs> fair, fair. That's true. Hinkley does more designer pizzas at Papa Murphy's. Ours was we were in the grind. Yeah, we don't cook the pizzas, so it's it's real laid back, and you know. Jaren's over here doing yeah. homework at the same time as the podcast. I'm just He's over here spinning and excited. Sorry, I just said to send this to someone real quick. <laughs> you started going we off on your book that no none priorities. of us read. None of us read your book. Okay. Oh, he thinks we're still talking okay. about cuckoo land. I will really. <laughs> okay, I'll wrap up talking about. Yeah, cuckoo. I could talk tell. About tell us about the 99th stuff. character, just real fast. I'm so excited it's to hear about it. It's the same. I want to hear about 102. <laughs> this dude wrote. Have you ever heard of? Have you ever heard of Scientology? Not the fall. Yeah, I've heard that book. Yeah. Scientology. What is it? Love that book. Love it. Number one. No. He won a Pulitzer Prize for the book, um, All the Light We Cannot See. Read it. Mom's read it. Okay, okay. That's embarrassing. Such a good book, right? He's an amazing author. Liz, this is why people think you're bougie, okay? Because you're... (laughs) I feel like she's an English teacher or something of the sort. I've lived a long life, so I've had a lot of chances (laughs) to read a lot of books. (laughs) I didn't even read the books assigned to me in school, so... (laughs) Neither did Chase. Yeah. Listen, I read the first few chapters of a lot of books here, but I know I know the story of what my mom's referring to. 
I walk into my English class high school and they're all sitting at desks with names in front of them. But I'm late, so I sit at the only desk that's left where there's a name in front of it. I didn't recognize the name. All the names are a character from uh, A Tale of Two Cities. So I sat down. I can't remember the name of it, but it was the main character of A Tale of Two Cities. And the, the teacher comes over and starts asking questions, like, as if you were the character. She's like, and, and she quickly found out that I didn't read the book, just like how y'all found out today that I didn't read uh, Moby Dick. And so she was just grilling me the entire time. And she, like, wasn't even, like, had a sense of humor about it. She was like, so... That left some some marks on me. So I haven't really read like a fiction book since high school. I haven't read a fiction book. So this was the first one. And so it, I, it kind of got me back in the in the in the waters there. And it was actually kind of cool. It took my mind out of uh, just life, you know. Can I tell you my most favorite scene from Moby Dick? Yes. That's what we want to hear. Tashtego, when Tashtego goes down into the head of the whale. Yes. And cuts him dives out. in with the sword in his hand, cuts the bottom of the whale head, pulls out his leg, pushes it back in, grabs his hair, pulls him out, gets to the surface, saves his life. That was such a good part. I think Queequeg is my favorite character. I love him yeah. so much. Yeah. Like he might be. He was very one. cool. Very cool. And I think what's interesting. So brave. Of just like, I looked up, I was like wondering when this book was published. And just kind of, it was like 1850 or yeah. 51 or something like that. It's just interesting of like the racial tension in the country and how yeah. he was just like this character that was like pagan, cannibal, black, tattooed yeah, up. Yeah, everywhere. just kind of like, and how the narrator, like his Christian values are kind of like, um, like challenged and how he like, breaks down some of those barriers and they have that really good friendship. So I don't know if that was, I don't know if that was like, is that like a, the author, was he trying to send a message there culturally? That was just, I just liked that, that character development, how they like had a strong friendship. And so much was based in religion. And I, I kind of thought of it as, okay, there's this pagan guy, but if you're looking on his soul, if you're looking on his heart, he's a good guy. Yeah. Right. And then if you look at Ahab, who is, you know, the typical white man captain guy. Yeah. And he just cannot get that that piece of him satisfied. He's just got to go for revenge. And side note, like that whole like the mysterious captain and all that stuff. I'm like, dude, that has been played in movies. And like, I don't know, like did that start in that book I, so this is where it comes yeah from. like they, like they yeah. go yeah. he goes like the narrator he ishmael he's like goes on the boat and so anyway long story he gets there but like the captain comes out a couple days later and he, his leg's gone because moby dick ate his leg bit his leg off and he has like a whale bone and says so he's got a scar on his face and it's like really mysterious and and he's like going on revenge anyway, i feel like you see that theme in tv shows and movies the last couple decades I just don't know if like that originated from that, like that theme. Anyway, I just thought I was like, oh, I've like seen, I've seen this type of stuff before, but this was written like in 1850. So like, I don't know, like people just copy off like the so, classics. To the listener, Chris, my dad, how does it end? Spoiler alert, by the way, spoiler alert. But does he get the whale? Does Ahab get we the We don't whale? know. Ooh. You really want me to spoil it for you? Jace is not going to read it. Yeah. Let's just tell him. <laughs> okay. So... They do actually finally get the whale, but the whale takes down the entire ship. And Except everyone, for Ishmael. 
<laughs> except for Ishmael, except for who's Ishmael. the narrator. Takes yeah. everyone else down. Everyone else dies. Does it say that the? It says he got the harpoon, the whale, but it is. It doesn't seem like. Was it? I felt like it was still kind of like. Is a harpoon a death sentence? I think he went down with the whale because because the rope wrapped around his yeah. neck and dragged him down. It just so didn't seem clear to me if Moby Dick truly Fad- died. Fadala's prophecy yeah. that he would be hung around the neck. Yeah. Which there's another play on words there because Fadala, I mean, most of his name is Ali. Yep. You know what I mean? And he's making this prophecy. There was a huge biblical religious Jonah. There's oh, most of like the names. Ishmael is like the son of Abraham through Hagar, who's who's like the like illegitimate son of of yeah. Abraham, and he has to kind of find his own way. And that that described Ishmael in the beginning of the story. Like he doesn't really know what he wants to do. I don't know. I don't know if Moby Dick the whale was supposed to represent God or like nature, like something that can't be like Captain Abbott. He's trying to control it and he can't right. like it was, I don't know if he that can't. was supposed to be like, there's a big thing about yeah. fate. There's like a lot of prophecy and like, so that's, what yeah, I mean. no, dude, when you said, I was like, dude, that's pretty good. I, dude, I thought you did good, good there. The yeah. Time? No, your first, <laughs> no, your I first question was the, your first answer was super lame and all your other ones. But that one I was like, dude, I put fate as option D or something. You still put fate as number one. I was like, that's pretty good. Um, fate was actually C. Oh, C. Thank you. You can write it down. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you for the notes. That was too obvious. I probably should put it as option A or something. Jace always goes for C. Um, I, was, I told you I was picking C no matter what. That's so funny. But mom, now I see why, because it was Moby Dick, why you said you confused at first because it's more of a classic yeah, it's also historical fiction. You're probably like, I thought it was historical fiction, not classic. Yeah, I would have viewed it more as a classic than. Oh yeah, that makes sense. I was confused. I thought it was based on a true but story. It's all good. It was like a little Hollywood twist, that? you know. I thought it was like based on a true story, but you know, there's a little creative liberty mm-hmm. in there. No, there was a true story. Oh. There was an actual whale that took down a boat, and I, I forgot what the name of it was. But like when he was writing the book, he was thinking of that one sperm whale that took down the whole boat. Oh. It just felt like I – I feel like there was That's a lot of cool. religious symbolism yeah. there. There was a lot of oh. cultural, a lot of political, racial. And I didn't know like if he was like trying to send yeah. a message culturally to, about that. When Queequeg saved Tashtugo out of the whale's head, that was um, – I mean it's my favorite scene, but the symbolism is so real because it's, it's birth, yeah. right? The foot's coming first. Like a breech baby, he reaches in, pulls him around, then pulls him head out first. It's like yeah. what? So there's so much uh, re- being reborn yep. symbolism in that. So what what did you think Moby Dick represented? I'm just curious what Hinkley and Liz, what, what did you think the whale was actually symbolic of? God. Like, like I agree God. Or, God. Yeah. I liked when they were talking about how you Especially because it was white. Yeah. And you can't look a whale in the face is what they were talking about because like the eyes are on yeah, the side. Yeah, because like the eyes on the – you can, And it's like you can't yeah. look God in the face. That was that was like yeah. So, so Ahab's chasing after God, but when he finally gets it, it takes him down. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he wants to okay. have the control or the power. He doesn't. Oh, want power! God he wants to control, control it. Yeah, because cause oh, God okay. took yeah. something from him, and he's like, he's wanting to. And okay. and the irony is, it take and he replaces it with a whalebone. I didn't know what that was symbolic of, but it was like instead of having a peg leg, it's like a whalebone. Like he's that's his, and he's like, and, and what's so interesting is. 
before they have that final attack or like chase on Moby Dick, they keep running into multiple whale ships, like on the, on the pursuit. And like one of them, what was this guy's name? Captain Boomer or something? Or I think so. Yeah. He had his arm bit off from Moby Dick, but he's like, he's content. He's like, He's yeah. he's accepted it. He doesn't want revenge, and he's like, try, and, but Captain Abad's like, no. Did you see him? Where he? Where is he at? Like, we're we're going after him. And Captain Boomer's like, dude, you need to chill. Like, like you need to like you need to let go, or you're gonna like. So it shows like the option, like the two routes there. Yeah, and that's why it was a theme. Like, yeah. is it fate? Yeah. Like, is 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 fate just there and you can't fight it, or can you really choose your own course? He had Captain Abad had multiple choice like chances to like turn back and not go for it, but it ended up being his, and he fulfilled prophecy at the end of dying and stuff. So anyway, that's pretty sick. Okay. And let's go back. Let's go back to the birth thing. Okay. So did he like, was that like rebirth? Like, was he changed when he was pulled out or like, what's the, who was pulled out? Queequeg? Who's Queequeg? I know there's weird. So Queequeg was one of the best harpooners, right? Okay. He was the guy with all the tattoos and from a different country and really cool. Pagan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tashtigo, I can't remember. Was he Indian? I think he was the Indian. Yes. Yeah. Which I think was symbolic of not being as holy as the white man. But I don't know. Because on these ships, they had lots of different people from lots of different countries. I think port cities, yeah. But I think that the fact that Queequeg was the one that birthed him, that saved his soul maybe even. But Queequeg is a pagan. So I think it just shows that Queequeg was a more pure or divine person than Ahab. And I don't know if there was symbolism here, but Queequeg, he thought he was going to die. So he had a a coffin built for him, like on the ship. And then he ends up dying. But the narrator, when all the ships are destroyed after Moby Dick, like as that attack, he uses the coffin as like a boy, like a buoy to like survive. So the coffin saves the narrator Ishmael. I didn't know if there was like a symbolism of like his death brought life. It made me for so Ishmael. sad. They were best friends. Yeah, they were like I don't know if there was like a yeah. it was like a type I of Jesus type that, but not the Jesus you expected because he's all tatted up and he's a pagan and all this stuff. But he actually his by him praying that coffin, his death even after death, it like saved it saved, saved Ishmael. Ishmael. I don't know if that was like a thing. But I, that was unexpected yeah. in the whole book of all the biblical connections. I was not expecting all that. There was just a lot of biblical theme there. So A lot. And I think that was par for the course in the 1850s. Right. That's a good point. Did you guys know that um, Starbucks, like the drink place, is named after this book? I thought that was such a weird name. Is that where that's from? Yeah, I Googled it, it after reading yeah. that. And they did name it after the first mate Starbucks. Yeah, because of like Starbuck. the a- and is that why they have? The yeah, that's what's all like nautical themed. Oh, so Starbuck was like the oh. first man. He like he didn't like how the captain hey, that was like yeah. kind of rogue. He was like trying to like okay. He's like, dude, chill. You're gonna kill our whole crew, mm-hmm. and he had a chance to kill the captain, but his conscience didn't let him do it. And then actually, it's funny because uh, Dutch Bros and Beans and Brews are named <laughs> from Cloud Cuckoo Land. <laughs> Die, die, so, it's kind of interesting. Okay, I think I did a great job, even though you found me out. I, Do you feel left out because you didn't read the book that we read? 
I feel super left out because I wanted to discuss this with everybody because it's such a good. So, should book. we just do a normal book club? Is that what you're saying? We can have, book club, but we still like vote just people out. We can have a post book club episode where we read the other book. We do it a week later. You have a nice. week to yeah. read, read the book to catch up. You have a week, and that's the bonus content. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like subscribe. Only our subscribers. Join the like Patreon. Our subscribers can, yeah. Jason's yeah, been playing that's mind games with me for so long. Every time he like see me in person, he'll be like, "So how is um." Hmm, Animal Farm going? Like, every time. <laughs> Just name a thousand different books. Try to get a reaction. <gasps> well, one time Jay said, so how's that whale book coming? And I thought, no, he got so close a couple of times. I was so nervous. <laughs> That's so funny. Hey, you list off, uh, rattle off a couple hundred books. One of them's going to. Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, funny. All right, what's my punishment? My idea was you take us to your fridge. You open the fridge, we all pick like one or two items, and you have to mix it together, and you have to take a bite. It's just his wife's leftovers, and eat them. So yeah, like Liz says, okay, get that ketchup, and I'm like, okay, get that thing, and get that thing, and we all, and then we like you to mix it up, and you have to take a bite. And Jace, don't make that face. You did that crap in high school. Mom, he used to do that. Jace would eat anything. I know. Anything we would make, That's he would eat it. He fall for per pressure. I always, I always knew when you came over to visit, Jaren, because all my cold cereal would be gone. Okay. That's okay. That's different. That's different. I'm saying, I'm saying at high school, people would dare Jace to eat stuff. And I was always the friend that said, Jace, you don't have to do it. Don't do it. And then Jace would do it. It's how I he, made friends. I've gained a lot of he friends. He thought he had to do it to be cool. And I kept telling him, Jace, you, you are, you don't need this. Okay. That's the reason I got Crohn's disease. You were trying to stick up. That is how you got Crohn's disease. That's where it started. That's true. No, Jaren and I, about the fridge thing, we had an idea for a TikTok account where you go to people's houses, knock on the door, and then take me to your fridge, and then you pick whatever is the most expired item, and then you have to eat it. No, I thought you had an idea that you go make a food, like you make a like a fancy meal oh, from their thing. Food. You eat the expired? <laughs> I don't remember what it, it was. was. Not expired? <laughs> oh, that was just for pleasure. No. Wasn't it for the- Why did you Behind the scenes, stuff? you get to. Uh, you just get to this little treat for yourself. Here's one idea. I want a free music lesson from JJ Music. I do. I want to learn how to play the piano. I want a free music lesson. Two, every time you address me in the next episode, why don't you say something nice about me? Either be like, Hinkley, the one that's better than me, or um, let's let's ask the best one, Hinkley. I'd, I'd like oh, it if you just, okay. you know. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so next episode, I have to address you as what? Hinkley who's better than me, Mom who's better than me, Jaren who's yeah, better than me? I like it a lot. Okay. Okay. Unless you guys had better ideas for me. Well, that's good. I'm going to be sick. I think that's a good one. But like really spice it up, please. I don't want to just be like, oh, you know, they're better than me. I want to be genuine. Hinkley, you're magnificent. Thank you. Okay. Treat us like royalty. You can watch Undercover Book Club on YouTube. Listen wherever you listen to podcasts. And follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Undercover Book Club is produced, hosted, and edited by us. Hinkley Peterson. Chase Merrill. Elizabeth Merrill. And Jaren Strader. And we'd like to give a special thanks to all authors who provide us with a medium through which to expand our world. <laughs> <laughs>